Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's time to talk technology. Now, we're well aware that if you're blind or partially sighted, things like smart devices can really level the playing field, really open up the world to you through accessible devices, accessible apps, etc. And many of us will be familiar, well, for many, many years now, of things like chip and pin machines. You know, we don't seem to use money very much anymore, but the chip and pin machines are there for us to use our debit cards. Now, they, like many devices, uh, evolve as time goes on. We even have contactless now. You just tap your card against the machine for uh, certain values of purchases and that's it. No need to enter a pin. There are some changes possibly coming in the pipeline but there are some concerns about accessibility for both blind and partially sighted users. And we have with us Natalie Doig from RMIB's campaigns team. Natalie, thank you for joining us. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, chip and pen, they've, they've been around for some time now, and as I said, you know, like everything else, uh, they do get updated. So what are the, the concerns you have at the moment? Okay, so at the moment, most chip and pin machines, we realise they're not completely accessible. If you're blind, they don't talk to you, like talking ATMs. But you've always been able to use the actual keypad because it's a standard keypad with a braille dot on the number five. So you can position your fingers right so that you can tap in your PIN number without anybody knowing what your PIN number is. And we received a report a couple of weeks ago that one of our campaigners had come across a completely touchscreen chip and PIN device, so no keypad with a braille dot. And when he explained that he was blind and wasn't able to use the touchpad, they didn't have any way of making it accessible for him. So we were very concerned and contacted the UK Cards Association, who provide all the guidelines and approve chip and pin terminals to be used in the UK. And what they said to us is that these chip and pin machines do exist. They've not been approved yet for use in the UK, but they are piloting some in some areas, which means that some blind and partially sighted people may come across them. They're supposed to have a tactile template that is put on top so that it works like a keypad with the braille dots and you know where the numbers are to press. So the reason that we're raising this as an issue is because this particular incident we don't think was part of the trial and that means that the chip and pin device shouldn't be being used in the UK because it's not been approved unless it's part of this trial. If people do come across one that is part of the trial where they're given the template to use, we really want to know how easy it is to use, how accessible it is, whether you're comfortable using them. And it's important information we can give back to the UK Cards Association. I'm totally blind myself, Natalie. I use chip and pin, mm. and I've used it pretty much ever since it came out because, as you see, they are very tactile for putting in details. You know, the enter button is usually always the button on the bottom right. Yep. There is an element of trust, though, that the right amount yeah. has been put into the card in the first place, but I can see that as a bit of a payoff for being able to use it because I can then go away and I can check my bank just to make sure... That, that the right amount has been charged. So, you know, a bit of concern from myself that, that this is going ahead and it sounds as if it's not going to be as accessible as it possibly could be. Yeah, that's our worry because templates can get lost. Mm. It's just something that sits over the top of the screen. We're concerned about that. And also, Cards Association themselves are very concerned if these touchscreen machines are being used that aren't part of their trial. Unfortunately, I can't say where the trials are happening at the moment. So what we would like to know is just if anybody comes across one of these touchscreen chip and pin machines so that they can tell us about them. But there is another issue that we're interested in as well, which is that the standard chip and pin machines that are used in all the sort of high street shops and restaurants, 
they get updated and upgraded quite regularly. And we've had a number of complaints recently that when they've been updated, partially sighted people who were previously able to read the instructions on the screen and read how much money you know, they were agreeing to spend, that the screens have changed and that print size now is too small and they're not able to read them. I'm partially sighted and I've noticed this quite a lot. Older style ones are easier to read than these new ones. And again, we want to work with the UK Cards Association to try and get updated guidance to make chip and pin machines as accessible as possible. But we need to know where are there chip and pin machines that people aren't able to use? Where are people having difficulties? So that we can take that information to the UK Cards Association and say, you know, these are the ones that are difficult. This is where it's not working. This is where we need to make improvements. Are there any reasons why the text is small? Are they trying to get more things on the screen, perhaps? Or you know, could someone use, say, a magnifier? You could use a magnifier. The reason I think that people are raising this with us is because previously they were accessible and now they're not. And I know personally that's actually really annoying. You know, if you've been going into a particular shop for years and suddenly that piece of technology is no longer accessible to you just because it's now new and shiny and, as you said, they're wanting to fit more information on the screen, adverts and things like that. But the ones I've come across is actually a design element that... There's been a trend in design over the last sort of decade, really, to make print size smaller on just about everything. (laughs) They now think it's nice. The designers like to have a lot of white space, whether it's a poster being designed, whether it's TV captions, whether it's chip and pin machines. There's this sort of favour of having a lot of white space. Actually, it wastes a lot of space where you could have the print larger and more people would be able to access it. Or, or perhaps even an option, like a button, that, that would just enlarge the screen oh, for that particular part. Exactly. And one of the things that we've been looking at is we've got talking ATMs. The same technology be, could easily be used with a chip and pin device so that you just pop your headphones in and you can hear everything, the instructions, and follow them. So, again, there are ways that they can be made accessible, and it is something that we are, you know, hoping to look at. And that would work for, say, the the smaller text, and if, you know, there were to be touchscreen chip and pin machines, then that would would work for both with that audio feedback. You know, we have had talking ATMs in varying amounts now for for some time, and it, it is just a software upgrade, a little bit of hardware in there. But, you know, I think, like myself, being visually impaired, it frustrates me that things like this come out they are going to be used as a, as a service item if you like uh, but just once again that thought hasn't gone into it i know again it's one of those things where unless we challenge it unless we can give actual examples of where this isn't working where things have become less accessible that's the only way that we can take it forward whether it's through campaigning or whether it's through eventually legal action the first step of that is actually finding out the evidence what is the situation out there what difficulties are people having because I can go along and talk to a big company that buys chip and pin machines or to the chip and pin manufacturers themselves and say, these are the problems I have. I'm just one person. If I can go and say, well, you know, hundreds of people have told us that these are the issues they face, then that makes my voice far more powerful. Even the, the retailers associations as well. I mean, I know if I went yeah. somewhere and it was touchscreen, I would just go somewhere else. Yes, exactly. You know, if you can use your feet and go and, and, you know, not use a shop because it's not accessible, then, you know, that is always a really good option. And you let that company know that that's what you're doing. Natalie, we would like people to feedback on this, um, generally about the chip and pin machines. We are obviously aware now that there are going to be 
some changes that are being piloted and we would yeah. like uh, people to get in touch with RIB campaigns. So how do they do that? So the best way to get in touch is to contact our campaigns team. Our email for campaigns is nice and simple. It's campaigns at rnib.org.uk. And if you put in the title chip and pin, that's really helpful. You can also call us on 0207 391 2123 and talk to one of our campaigns team. Natalie, let's hope many people do. And we've, we've sort of got in there early enough, I think, to get people's feedback uh, while the pilot's going on. But uh, we'll follow the story. In the meantime, though, Natalie, thank you for telling us all about it on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.